I just wanted to let Lemmy kick in because rest in of peace. Course. may he rest in peace, no doubt. Is he going no into the Hall of Fame this year, you think? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. It would they, make sense. I mean, the only reason why they wouldn't is if they have they a, somebody lined up already. Well, or just they have a live celebrity they want to get in. Right. Who do you think that it would... We saw... A, oh, well, yeah, I, let's Owen's definitely going in. The Heart Foundation. You see what you see? What Owen's other brother said on Facebook this week? No, I didn't. That they wanted to put him in, but the relationship with Martha is no go for the Hall of Fame. Right, and and that's the thing; it would be very awkward to do it without Martha. Brett, um, when I when I talked to Brett, he told you name dropping. Yeah, right. I mean, I told you guys I talked to him. We're we're good friends. Uh, Yeah, he he actually told me. I don't know if I told you this. Yeah, you told us. You told us. No, I told Aaron this. Uh, What I'm about to say, but I don't know if I told you. Glenn, but he did tell me that uh, if I ever did want to become a wrestler, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you yeah, texted yeah, us that. That, that, was, like, on, yeah. that was on the group text. Yeah, you texted yeah. us that the night before you were getting ready for a football awesome, game. Though. Isn't right. that crazy? It though? is unbelievable. No, bro. but he did. He said that if that he expects Owen to go in this year. That's what he said. Now, I, I think, I think the question wrong. is. No, I think they. I think what they. His, I think they want him in. Yeah, everyone wants him in except Martha, and they just. I don't know if they want to do it without Martha. If they're going to have. Martha going and doing interviews saying how terrible it is that Owen's going into it's the Hall of Fame. It's a rough look. And, and yeah. The word was that Brett apparently pitched, like, okay, if you don't want to just do Owen, why don't you just do the Hart Foundation? And then, you know, it's not quite as awkward. And I, I, I think the whole thing, yeah. according to the other brother, again, who I know nothing about. Owen is, Hart could have potentially be the first three-time Hall of Famer because what eventually the, the Nation of Domination has to go <laughs> Eventually, I'm gonna bet probably. <laughs> probably not. I, 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 Just my guess. Uh, I'm gonna say our truth gets in first. All right, our truth better get in. Uh, it's jobbing out. By the way, we should probably set up the show. Episode 46. I'm Glenn. That's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and this is the main event. AJ Francis of the Seattle Seahawks, the former Terp, all back together in studio. We got a busy show this week. Uh, we're going to recap the Rumble, of course, everything that went down this week. We're going to look ahead towards Fast Lane and what we have sort of started the piece together for WrestleMania. Uh, Frankie Kazarian is going to join the show a little bit later on. Like Ring of Honor. Of course. Well, what's not to like about Frankie Kazarian? The, the Addiction's still one of the best tag teams in the world right uh, now. Correct. We talked to Christopher Daniels. Yeah, a few we did. Ago Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So uh, we're talking about Ring of Honor, but we're also going to talk to him a lot about AJ. Um, and I told him that. I said, I not, want to talk- not AJ Francis. Not AJ Francis, no. Like, the, uh, there's another AJ in wrestling that's kind of a big deal at the moment. Hey, not sure if you're aware. He's okay. Did but, AJ Lee do something? <laughs> no, not AJ. All right, shut up. We're talking about AJ Styles, who, of course, made his WWE debut on uh, Sunday night in the Rumble. So we'll talk to Frankie Gazarian about all that. Then a little bit later in the show, I think after our uh, AJ has to depart, because he apparently is still pursuing this other degree, yeah. weirdo. But let's do this, because we got uh, we just get right to it. Um, what we all thought was probably going to end up happening. Though I was the only one to predict it. Although, well, because I was hoping for better. <laughs> uh, ultimately ended up happening in the Rumble as Triple H enters and wins. He's your champion, and now we'll see him again at WrestleMania. Yes. Um, I guess just big picture thoughts. You know what? Let's just give the whole rundown. Are you, are you okay with the way? If you accept that this is what they were always going to do, are you okay with the way that they did it? Are you okay with what they're doing moving forward? Just 
thoughts coming out of the Rumble? Yes. Go ahead. That's my answer. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, it makes sense. It's clear that they wanted to go Triple H Reigns at, I mean, that's what it looks like, Triple H right. Reigns for Mania. I mean, Dean or Brock could technically win, but this Triple Threat It's match, going to be Triple H Reigns. It's going to be Triple H Reigns. And I, I don't mind it at all because I'm one of the guys that, that doesn't mind when you got guys like Triple H, like Triple H is obviously a Hall of Famer. So, like, if anybody deserves, like, if you're going to do it, it makes it believable. He is someone that could be, you go, oh, he's the champ, and you immediately believe it, even if he hasn't wrestled in six months. Same thing happened when Rock came back. It's like, you guys, they're above, they're at the point in their career where no matter how they get the belt or how they get a title shot, if they get it, it's believable because they're themse- they're themselves. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I don't really mind it. I, I understand why people don't think that Triple H should should have booked himself as the champ, but at the same time, that that does make it more awkward than when that, it was Rock or yeah. when it was yeah. you yeah. know because yes, correct, he's the one. Now somebody somebody smarter than me would say it's not really him; it's Vince who's making that call. Okay, fine, but he's doing it. But with, then it's Triple H is involved in the then decision. Then it's your father-in-law yeah. booking yeah, correct. you as yeah. the champ. Yeah. Um, I, here's my bigger sorry. My bigger argument isn't that I don't think he's a credible champion. Look, I get it. It is Triple H, and he's not so far removed from being a wrestler right. that it's absurd. It's not like giving Sting the title at this mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? Like that would be way worse to me than Triple H being the champ. But I would go back to I. I don't like beginning the champion. I never like it when the championship is not involved with the show. I don't like that. It really bothers me. And Triple H. But you didn't mind that when it was Brock Lesnar, though. I don't know. I absolutely I minded it. it. I hated it but when it was that, Brock Lesnar. But it was still awesome. I When they did it the right way, when he was still, like, when his impact sort of loomed over the show. Well, but Triple H's impact is still going to... I, I get it, but not as the champion. But he's going to be there every week. This isn't going to be a Brock Lesnar situation where, where we're he not disappears. going to see him. I know, but it's... He's going to be... He's going, and, and that's the thing. But, he's, but this comes back to my biggest problem. My biggest problem is he doesn't need it. And that's what I've said all along. You don't need the championship on Triple H to make Triple H Roman Reigns matter. If you're going to take the belt off Roman Reigns, give it. Have Triple H screw Roman Reigns and have insert name here, Dean Ambrose, right. become champion. Triple H and Roman Reigns do not need the belt for their match at WrestleMania to matter. Here's, That's true. Here's I agree with that, but here's the thing: they presumably, I guess we don't know for sure, but we all think that their plan is. We want Roman Reigns to come out of WrestleMania as the, as champion. the champion. We want him to get that moment. And going that as a, a hard, fast pin, that's, you know, this was, I think, the best way to do it. It's much better to do it this way. If, if we know that we're trying to get to this point, it's the best way to do it. My concern right now isn't so much about Triple H. My concern is slightly, my eyebrow is starting to be raised a little bit as how I'm perceiving them start to build Roman Reigns to that point. Mainly, looking at the fast lane main event. I'm, I'm like waiting for AJ to jump over I, the table and, 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 and you and right that's now. That's why I'm choosing was, my words yeah, very right? carefully. Yeah, yeah. At this point, if you after all the matches and all the great performances Roman Reigns has put on, if you don't, I, if you still boo him at this point, you're just an asshole. Well, here's the and thing. Just, I don't, I don't even take your opinion seriously if you still think at this point that Roman Reigns is not a credible champion and one of the best performers in the world. So here's the thing. I think you can believe both of those. I'm just things. waiting. I'm just waiting. Here's the thing. But based on the way that he was booked a little bit at the run, I thought his, his rumble booking was very shaky. 
I thought that was a a big question mark, and I don't think it did I, I agree. I think they did him wrong they, the way they handled him. And in again, the wrong again, role. this isn't Roman here that we're talking about. This is not how he performed. He performed great. He looked good. Like he always does. Yes, that like he always. But does. but having he him booking, disappear from the match for disappear and not just disappear, but disappear under his own power and then come right. out without yeah. and, without selling any injuries. That looks chicken shit. That's like, what it, that looks it, like. It, it that looks, looks like a heel move. It t- he he missed a half hour of the match and then came out like he didn't have an injury. Right. I, that, to me, is not a good look. And I'm not, again, this not, is not, not a knock on Roman Reigns. It's a I, knock on the way he but was booked. I just, I just don't understand why you guys, like, pretend like this never, like... It's what heels do. Faces don't do that. They, they don't leave under their own power and then come back without a scratch. Yeah, they come back, like, literally or, barely or, able or, to walk. Or, and... they, or they get stretchered off. Right, the, correct. That, that's the I think that that was a mistake. Not a huge one. But here's and, – and this is what I'm going ahead to now, is that the Fastlane main event that we now know, again, why Roman Reigns is in it from a storyline perspective is a little questionable just because Triple H and Vince McMahon did all of this to get the title off and then they're going to give him a chance. That's questionable. Again, moving past that, you're putting him in a match with Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar, both of whom are more popular than Roman Reigns right now. You're conceivably, at least how we expect it, you're going to have the Wyatt family probably get involved in cause. And when you say more popular, you just mean with assholes. Uh, I mean more. There, there's not. It's not as mixed. Well, D- Dean Ambrose is pretty popular. I, yeah, he's nowhere. Like if you he take wouldn't out sell all as much the, merchandise as Roman Reigns. Take out all but, the assholes that just boo because they want to boo. I, the, somewhere between the two not, of you are saying is true. Right. Some, I, I'm not saying that Roman Reigns is not popular here. I'm just saying that Brock Lesnar. I mean, let's just say Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose don't get booed. They, they just don't. Is that fair to say? Whether whether or not it's asshole. Well, if Brock not, if Brock wants to, well, you know no, no, what I mean. No, like, no, I'm saying they'll boo him. in his current form. Yeah, in his I mean. current form. But here's here's what I'm trying but to say. That's a completely different argument. Dean Ambrose doesn't get booed because assholes just completely okay, ignore fine. the amount. And, of, and that's fine. I, I'm I, saying, I think for what he's trying to say, my, my, he's trying my, to predicate it on this, I, and he's right. And I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to point out that. People don't boo it. Whatever the reason, whether they're assholes, whether they should be booing him, whether they should. I'm not. I'm not saying Roman Reigns should be booed here. I'm just saying they're putting him against two people who right now do not get booed. You're also going to have a situation where most likely the Wyatt family comes in and mm-hmm. takes out Brock. So you're likely going to have a situation where Roman Reigns, who has suffered from bad booking, is now going to get a res- potentially get a WrestleMania title shot through outside interference. When right after the Royal Rumble, he pulls. What some people, and, and you could say it's nitpicking or whatever, is pulling kind of a cowardly move by missing half of the match after coming in at number one, missing Brock in the Rumble. You're putting Brock, or you're putting Roman in a bad situation where if you do like him already, that's fine. If you don't like him, if you're neutral or you are against him, you're being given no reason to cheer for him. You're not be- positioning him as a strong face. You're having him take advantage of loopholes to win. If you if you win, you know if he obviously didn't win the rumble, but he didn't stay in at number one. He missed half of the match, and then if he wins by outside interference, I think it's a problem if you're building him up as a huge champion who has been screwed over and over again. If did he's you, taking these loopholes, did you guys watch the rumble? I like, did. He left because he got attacked I, by under, four under, people. Right, understood. But he again, it's not like he was like, oh man, I'm tired now. Let me leave and go to the what, back. But he got he got jumped. For a 300-pound man through a my, table. And my argument and to that would be, it would be good booking for him to then face somebody from the League of Nations at Fastlane to get the opportunity, because that would be a more face-heel situation. It looks, now you're saying, okay, it was such a devastating attack. I, but, hold on, if it was a devastating attack, 
why do you come in like a house on fire at number 29? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I think that I, – I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm actually going to be the intermediary. I'm I, playing I, your role now. Yeah. I'm I'm somewhere in the intermediary, in intermediary I, I don't where think, I don't think it's a bad thing on if that was an isolated incident I don't think it's a bad thing I think that if you follow that up with him winning via outside interference at fast lane I think it starts to become a problem that I, he's I, not being but I don't think he like. necessarily is going to win through outside interference just because Bray Bray takes out Brock if he if he pins. Dean, he's. I mean, that has nothing to do with what happened. Conceivably, to Brock. if if you're predicting it, Brock is probably going to have the upper hand when. I would. I wouldn't put him in a match with Brock. It's well, just. I, that, I would avoid putting him in a match with Brock. I think that's a bad idea. I think if you're going to do that, you do that at WrestleMania and you make it Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar too. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I just don't think it's a good idea to put Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in the same match right now. I would have done this the same way. I would have said, "Hey, look, you want your revenge? Here's the match. Uh, it's you and Ambrose against." Um, you know, two of the guys from from League the League of Nations, Sheamus and Brock and whoever match. and whoever gets that's the pin, what was on. Oh, whoever gets the whoever pin. gets the pin becomes the number one contender. Something along those lines, because it makes more sense from a heel face. You can still yes. do what I think is clear that they want to do, right. which is to sow the seeds for a Roman Reigns Dean Ambrose feud after WrestleMania. Right. You can still accomplish all of mm-hmm. those things that you want, and you can still do something with Brock Lesnar. You don't need really to have a match with Brock Lesnar at Fast, right. na- Fast Lane to push the break. You could have a Bray Wyatt match that Brock Lesnar gets involved with. There's a million. Things that or, you can or do, or you have Bray against Luke Harper, or uh, Brock against Luke Harper. Yeah, sure, something along those lines. There's a million things that you can do to set this up the way that you want to do it. I would not have had Roman in the I'm same just... match as Brock Lesnar at Fastlane. Brock versus Luke Harper. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a bit. Well, of that, a, that would have been a bit of a, a bit reach. of a reach. Although, actually, that would be a really good match. I mean, well, if you're that's not, gonna, not the argument. Well, wait no, a second, I, though. If you're not going to do Brock Kevin Owens at Mania, why wouldn't you do Brock Kevin Owens at Fastlane? No, and then that too. You know what I mean? Like Brock has Brock. I, I think. I think that would probably be the, the. I think that will be the main event at next year's WrestleMania. It could be. Yeah. I think. Uh, Bra- I think it totally could yeah. be. Kevin Owens will be the main event at thirty. That wouldn't suck. I, all of this said, and I and now I'm, again I'm going to give him a pass. This is a really weird role for me to play. I think that the ends end up justifying the means because we ultimately know yeah, they the, ha- the overall picture works. Right. Everyone knows what they're doing is Triple H Roman Reigns. We've all been on board with it. I'm just the only part about it I don't like is that it involves the title and I get your argument for hey look, they want Roman to win the title at WrestleMania. They want him to have a moment. Okay, fine. I do think that there's it's shaky, like it's just it's shaky whether it should or shouldn't be AJ. I get it. It is shaky though. Because of what you're dealing with, you don't want your moment to end up becoming a mixed response and to just look like John Cena has for the last 15 years. You don't. It's not good to have that be your look at the end of a show. I'm not saying it should be that way. AJ, don't you're, I, I do you're doing the shoot. You're doing the shoot See, the messenger here's the thing. thing here's right the thing. Now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that pisses me off the most about these people that boo Roman Reigns is the fact that every single time that they come up with a reason why they should boo Roman Reigns, he goes out and proves them wrong, and then they just ignore the fact that it happened. And it infuriates me because people ignore all of the great matches. Name one person he had a match with this year that wasn't great. I didn't like the Del Rio match, but... Del Rio? The, 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 the you, one you mean, that... on, you mean on Raw? No, I'm no, 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 no. I mean, I mean in the tournament. The uh, Didn't he beat... Oh, no, no, he... Yes, it was Del Rio in the... In the, in the semifinals, semifinals. yeah, right. I, I didn't like that match very much. But well, that's just because you're an asshole. The, oh, the match itself was <laughs> actually very. Good. I think it's because it involved Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> yeah, like the match. Actually, I like the Del Rio Kalisto match, but we'll, we'll get to that in the second segment. But at the end of the day, like he always performs, and he always people get mad. People want him, want other people pushed because in their mind, those people 
are better. Uh, they're great wrestlers. How many times has a guy like perfect example Daniel Bryan? Daniel Bryan won. Everybody wanted Daniel Bryan to get a push. Why? Oh, he's he always does great matches, and he's a great guy, and he does he needs a. What what about well, that? Does Roman Reigns not do? Ultimate underdog. That is a big difference in the two of them. Daniel, Bryan I understand that. The, That's not the point I'm making. Right. My point is that for years, if a guy performed in the ring consistently, the fans loved him and wanted him to get more opportunities right. than guys who didn't. And you. at the same time. Because when Roman Reigns is getting not- opportunities, that I think, and I think that's the big thing. It's not necessarily. I think there has been a turn over the past few months, in, in particular, where people respect Roman Reigns. Maybe they just hate the way he's being booked. Similar. I- do you remember? Do you remember the first time we met? The first time we went to a Raw together. That back uh, 2011. Do you remember what you did S- for sweet most of the young show? kids? I know. Just it was, it was gone great. on a first date. Do you remember who you booed for most of the show? Uh, probably John Cena. John Cena. You yeah. hated John Cena. Yeah, because it was, two, what year was this? This was 2011. Oh, so it had been six years of John Cena being booked okay. that way, right? But he had, okay. but he had been put, six years, but he had been six, six years. years of putting on great matches, correct? But you had hated his booking. Six years. Okay, so this is now coming on a year, though. It, it granted, six years versus a year, but. Yeah, that's a massive difference. Almost okay, six times as much, but, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but still, people people are saying this has been why, a year of why is bad. international business major. <laughs> exactly. Good, good math right there. A year of very bad booking and giving no reason to cheer for him, and they were getting sick of his booking. That's not true. What reason did you have not to cheer for him when he was going against Bray Wyatt? You had none. They still booed him. So I don't want to hear that. That's bullshit. But they were coming off of six months of being pushed as the guy. You know, this seemed like an, a side thing to it. You mean you mean when he lost I, look, the title opportunity I'm and saying, Seth Rollins won at Mania? It's, a, it's possible to like a guy oh. and hate his booking. Be the same reason that you'd boo John Cena then. I, I'm a little I bit also didn't like John Cena at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a great performer, and yeah, you, right? have to, you have to cheer on him. He's a great he performer who has right. great matches. He is. Uh, let me, let me, and in 2016, you're let, correct. Let me come back to this, because I, I don't really have a defense of the people that boo Roman Reigns. I don't. I, you know, I've, I've shared my... I, I like at, Roman Reigns. At I the just time, think that you know, they're doing him a lot of... I think that service. I do agree with that, but I think the booking has been a problem for a lot of guys. They booked Dolph Ziggler poorly Thank for... You. For five years, and yet we still uh, adore Dolph Ziggler. So I mean, Dolph Ziggler's pop when he came out of the Rumble was massive. Yeah, right. I mean, I, it, I, I'm not going to defend the people that boo Roman Reigns because I don't think there's a. Tr- I think right now it's more a I don't have John Cena to boo, so I'm going <laughs> to boo you because John Cena is not here. I, and I'm not kidding about that. I think if John That's Cena was there and Roman Reigns was everything else was the same, I do think Roman Reigns would be more over. I genuinely believe it's you, you're you're my Cena now, so I'm going to yep. boo you. I think that has a lot That's to do with it. Part of it. And I'm not defending it. I'm not. I, I just but those same asshole crowds are. Gonna be the same they are going to, and they're going to be there at WrestleMania. And yeah. this is what I'm. Here's what I'm going to come to. Here's right? what's going to happen. This is why that he won't get booed at Mania. Well, because him and Triple H are going to put on a class. I think there's one other factor involved. I think more and more people are leaning to the idea that what we're going to see is Roman Reigns with the Rock, the Rock in his corner. That didn't work last time. It's a little bit different. Triple H, Vince, I, Stephanie, I, 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 and the I other agree. Corner. But I'm just saying it didn't work last time. I. I think no, it didn't work because they were already booing him before Rock came out. If he comes out with The Rock, people love The Rock. They do love The Rock. 
We, we found that out on Raw. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, we look. The Rock. And, and The Rock was great on Monday yeah. night. He was so great. AJ, and that it, segment with New Day was it, fantastic. Uh, it was tremendous. It was really good. It was very entertaining. Yeah. The only bo- bummer about it was The Rock Bottom looked so bad. <laughs> it looked so bad, man. He hadn't done it in a while. Yeah. He, was a little it looked, he had a little ring. You're like, oh, God, what is that? But other than that, no. Everybody was in agreement. You can be the biggest smark of all time. If you didn't think that was entertaining and fun, you know, like, I, somebody's gonna complain about the, the Lana bit. The Lana, the, the thing Lana and, bit was the only part that was like, Ugh. Yeah, it was a little, but the stuff with Big Show was tremendous. I think that speaks to how great Big Show why, is. Why did people not like what he did it's, with Lana? It's slut shaming, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little. You mean like every, yes, WWE people, segment ever? Yeah. Yes, and people are starting to have a problem with every, I, that's why the whole Give Divas a Chance thing started. Yeah, it people, just, it's just, it's not a great, but I don't, again, I, it's, that's it's, The Rock's character. You guys always right, say, and then that's oh, the thing, and that's, that's the thing. AJ, Kevin uh, Owens, okay, no, Kevin listen, Owens, listen it's his me. character to not wrestle hard. And I just said I, it's his yeah, character. I, I, I just said I enjoyed <laughs> it, I was entertained by it. Yeah. God! Why are you? It's his character. You're trying to be a dick That was The Rock's character. I'm on board with it. I liked it, okay? <laughs> You're not fighting with me this time. You guys just make no sense. I'm you guys on your, argue against yourself. I'm on your side. <laughs> you guys argue against yourself. No, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm agreeing with you. I'm good with it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I, and we all just <laughs> said was, that. It was one of the best I just pointed out there are people that have a problem yes. with it. Not Glenn. There not it's Aaron. There, it is <laughs> there are people. God, you just immediately assume that we're the heels. You, you immediately, are. you guys, because you guys. But you know what? If we're going to be heels, you, we're you act like heels. Yeah, like you well. sit here, yeah, yeah. you sit here, comes out and wins cleanly. You sit here and pretend like my brain doesn't work. And three hundred sixty. <laughs> Say that. Three hundred sixty-five days ago, when it wasn't da- oh, when it was geez. Daniel Bryan you wanted instead of Roman Reigns, all you the shit you talked about Roman Reigns. So I, I don't want to sit here and pre- I just wanted it to be Daniel Bryan. I didn't talk shit about Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. I just wanted it to be Daniel Bryan. Oh, you yeah, did. Yeah, you did. Oh, what are we God. doing? Here? Right, uh, do you think that the Rock? Do you think the Rock? Uh, first of all, do you assume that's the way they're going to handle the Rock? Is it the right thing to do with the Rock to have his use at WrestleMania be? Roman Reigns' corner guy. We might, by the way, we, we're talking over each other a lot. We might have to uh, turn down our master a little bit. <laughs> eh, you know what? Leave it for yeah, now. I think I'll we're okay. Now, but um, but do you I'm th- not convinced that's the way they're going to use him. I, I, I just, it seemed like it would, it, it would be a slight waste. Uh, unless, unless you really build it as he's going to... Actually, okay, here's the thing. The, if, the, the, the problem I have with it is that you don't need an enforcer for trip for Vince McMahon, McMahon in the and, other and corner. And that's, that's the problem. It, it doesn't seem equal there. Yeah. I don't think he'll be in the corner. I think what will happen is Roman and Triple H will be having a, a classic, 30-minute classic, and then... League of Nations And then League of Nations he, he and Vince off. and Steph, and they all start screwing Roman. And then it's blah, blah, The Rock and the Usos and then you just, come out to say. And then you just hear The Rock's music hit. Yeah. I don't even think you need The but, Usos but, to come but, out. But you already know, the problem is there is that you already know The Rock's there. You know what I mean? Like it, I think it takes a little bit of the sting off of it if that's the way that you use them. I think you have to I, announce I'd almost, another I'd almost, way to use them. Honestly, I'd almost rather, and this would lose me a bet with you, I'd rather put him in a six-man with The Usos against like The New Day or something like that. Yeah, that'd be dope. The Rock and the Usos against. Yeah, like you, and well, you know, it was against the New Day. I'd be all in. He, he doesn't oh, even. God. Like, let's say, let's say the movie. Let's let's do this full TNA Pac-Man Jones. Work on that rock bottom for the next couple you of know, weeks. Let's do this full TNA Pac-Man Jones style where right. TNA got him, and then uh, NFL or whoever he was at the. I can't even remember what team he was on at the time. Titans. The, Titans. I okay, think yeah, you're right. Said no, we're not going to let you do anything. So he was the tag champ without ever stepping foot in the ring. 
do that with The Rock and The Usos, that makes it, a, I think, a much bigger thing. That makes another headline match. He doesn't even have to get in the ring other than, you know, after the match is over to deliver a rock bottom and a people's elbow. And you do it that way. That's what I'd rather see him do than necessarily come out and be part of that match. Not sure if it yeah, will. Yeah, well, but. I don't like that at all because if you're going to have a six-man tag match and then The Rock doesn't get in the match. Well, he's, he's not going to – I'm working under the assumption that he's not getting in a match no matter what happens. So I'd rather yeah, have Unfortunately, him. that's probably – well, I, I think you're probably right When about you're that. the biggest – here's the thing that you guys are overlooking about The Rock right now is that when you're the number one grossing actor in the world, which he was this past year – you get to do whatever the hell you want to no, do I, when I, the hell you want to do I it. don't disagree with well, that. Well, no, he still has the film company and the insurance company to answer yeah. to. Yes, and well, he he's is got, the one that has to sign right, and you're the saying contract. He has the leverage. And he's saying, well, okay, I'm going to do this, well, and so, if you don't want me to do this, I won't be in your movie. Right. And, Though and I doubt he's turning down a I, – I, I guess like – it would depend how much WWE's offering because if if he's if they're saying okay we're gonna because yeah, he's also putting himself at risk of getting his, hurt, his number you know one I mean? his number one job right now is a movie star it is not a WWE star so I, I definitely could see him prioritizing a movie I, over, I can't and see. there's also no guarantee he'd be filming a movie during that time well suppose he I mean he is right now he is because the, it's April well he has a uh, Baywatch going on right now I believe. right now which is not April. Right, but I'm saying that I didn't even he's know still he was going, in Baywatch. He, yeah, he has all the insurance. No like that's supposedly again, we don't know his, the the nitty gritty of his contract. I know that's what I'm trying to tell you. But I'm you not saying it's impossible. We're it's not, right. Yeah, we're, we're no, getting... more likely than not from everything we've heard from basically everybody, not just not just people like Alvarez or Meltzer or anybody, but people who are we've heard from like PAs on The Rock's movies who have done interviews and stuff who have who know that because of what happened last time he wrestled and he. Got the uh, Hercules had to be pushed back. That everyone is coming to him and saying, "Hey, you know, yeah, insurance it. is right. not going to let you do right. this. So if you're going to do our movie, you can't be doing wrestling at the same time. We're not going to risk the timetable of this movie." No, that's what we've heard too. Now, if they were to use him, if they could get a match out of him, the more I think about it, it has to be a one-on-one. It has to be a big. It can't be him and the U.S. I don't want him. If it's not Rock Brock, I don't. Want, yeah, I, mean, I don't want. Like, what if it was Rock Triple H? That would be hard to do. It, it would be hard to yeah. do. Hey, right. you know, think, now, what if it was Rock? Unless, unless, the, second, unless the Rock gets in this, Rock makes tr- it a four to fatal four way. That's it. He, he screws Roman Reigns again, and Rock steps in for <laughs> Roman Reigns here. What, there's Title this, match. There's this one other thing out there, which is that the Undertaker, Undertaker kind of doesn't have an opponent. I think he does. Who? I think that Xavier Woods. I think I hate to say this, and I really do hate to say this. I hate to, but I think. It's gonna be Taker Kane. I really do. I really it, do. It wouldn't. I really I mean, do because I, I, that's I, I, one. That's right. one, that's one it way. It wouldn't be a reach. They're both. That. They're both. You, they're you, both probably on. Well, you make Kane, it a retirement match. Make it a retirement match. Right. And yep. on top of that, Undertaker can win his last match. Yeah. As opposed to you know doing Ugh. the job for somebody. Ugh. I just. Don't, I don't think it's la- this is last match. I 100 percent think. This I don't is know, man. Be I don't think it's last match. I just feel like why would he want to stop? Yeah, that, you know, like you, you, you mean other than the fact that he might want to live? Well, okay, he's one match, man. I think that even at fifty-one, Sting's fifty-seven, and he wrestled yeah, two but, matches this yeah, year. Yeah, but Sting didn't almost die at Mania every year for the last three years. Yeah, he almost true. died at that Night of Champions. Yeah, he yeah. died at Night of Champions. Uh, I don't know. I'm off. All right. Anything Anyways. else? Anything else we have to cover from the big picture? Um, I, I think there will need to be at some point an explanation on why specifically a. 
why Triple H is willingly putting Ambrose and Reigns into this match. And and I, I don't think it's impossible to explain. I just think they need to give that explanation. I think I think, I think what they're going to go with is the fact that you know how it is. Oh well, he's the champ, and he gets his yeah. He was going to be and, doing and a rematch. He's going to get and his rematch. So instead of getting him giving him a rematch, we're going to make explain him... why he didn't have a rematch yeah, yeah. as well. So you you need to explain it, but it's, it's you can't you can explain yeah. it. And are we good with right now? Tri- uh, Triple H, Roman, Brock, Bray, Undertaker. Insert name here as tri main event. Tell you what, let's talk about that a little bit later on. All right. All right. All right, he's AJ. That's Aaron. I'm Glenn. This is Jobbing Out. Need to get some cash? No problem. Head to Royal Farms, step up to the ATM, and get your cash for nothing because there is no fee. Surcharge free ATM use. That's the way we do it at Royal Farms. Some retailers charge you to use their ATMs. They make you spend money just to get your money. We don't. At Royal Farms, you can come in anytime, day or night. Walk over to our ATM, take out your bank or credit card, and in just a few seconds, get your cash for nothing because it's surcharge free. Individual cardholder fees may still apply for using a Royal Farms ATM, but we won't charge you. So the next time you want to get cash at an ATM, come to Royal Farms. Because this is how we do it. Get your cash for nothing because there is no fee. Cash for nothing because there is no fee. Are you a believer in the retriever? The UMBC sports marketing team is proud to support UMBC athletics through marketing and promoting the UMBC Division I game day experience with giveaways, in-game entertainment, and much, much more. Tickets for Retriever action starts as low as $2. Follow UMBC Sports on Instagram at Retriever Believer and on Twitter at UMBC Sports Marketing for all your promotional updates of the Retrievers. For a complete schedule of UMBC athletics, visit UMBCRetrievers.com. The UMBC Sports Marketing staff looks forward to seeing you as a retriever believer at the games. Thursday, January 28th, Michael's 8th Avenue in Glen Burnie, Maryland. The Super Brawl of Boxing. Yes, indeedy. This is going to be a knockdown, drag out time that you do not want to miss. Featuring Brian Bam Bam Hoschlager versus Dallas Butts for the Super Heavyweight Championship belt. Donald Wallace versus Tyrell Boyd for the Super Middleweight Championship belt. Stefan McRae, outstanding basketball player from Stevenson University versus T.J. Muttinger for the Super Brawl belt. Joey Vizi versus Andre Harris for the Super Brawl belt. You don't want to miss these guys. January 28th, Michaels 8th Avenue, Glen Burnie, Maryland. Doors open at 6.30, first fight at 8.15. Please be there on time. And for tickets, please go to BaltimoreBoxing.com. You might want to get the VIP seats. That comes with a free buffet before the fight starts. Jake the Snake Super Brawl of Boxing. Thursday, January 28th at Michaels 8th Avenue. Tickets start at $25. Call 410-375-9175 or visit BaltimoreBoxing.com. Worship us. Back in here on Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, A.J. Francis, and a pleasure now to be joined by one of the stars of Ring of Honor. Love this dude. Frankie Kazarian joins us now here on Jobbing Out. Frankie, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Let me, let me first compliment you on the name of your, of your show, Jobbing Out. I'm a, I'm a fitting guest <laughs> for a show that has that title, Jobbing Out. 
I've been a victim of that uh, quite a lot. Great title. Good, good to be on. Well, it's good to talk to you, dude, and it's certainly an exciting time, I know, for everybody at Ring of Honor. Let me. I, we want to talk to you about AJ, obviously. You know what's going on in the world. But sure. um, before that, just for you guys, it's been such a great freaking like last year or so for everything that you've been doing. How exciting has it been to be a part of it, to be in the locker room, around the guys, and like... Just what's the feeling been like for everything around Ring of Honor? It's been great. Uh, Chris Daniels and myself have been there coming up on two years this summer. And um, I don't want to say that was the turning point when things started to get better and take credit. But uh, uh, even before that, things started to really pick up for Ring of Honor. And, um, you know, whether it be uh, more television and just more uh, you know, better uh, attendance at shows and live events and more shows on the schedule and a working relationship with New Japan. It's been great, and it's, you know, just steady momentum. And I think that's due to the strength of the locker room and uh, the strength of how everyone and everyone's character is presented. And, uh, you know, and literally we, we say it's the best wrestling on the planet. And when it comes to professional wrestling, I truly in my heart believe that is the best wrestling on the planet. It happens in Ring of Honor. So we're uh, – we're psyched. We're having a, we're off to a great start in 2016 and just full steam ahead, man. Have you sensed that other people are noticing what you're talking about as far as best wrestling is concerned? Like, do you feel like there's been this sort of the build of, okay, everyone recognizes when they want to watch true great wrestling, this is the place to turn? I, I mean, I think so. I mean, obviously you're a casual fan uh, and you're a fan of, you know, what mainstream wrestling is, you know, may not be aware, but you know, the the person um, that enjoys the art of professional wrestling and wants to see 10, 15, and 20-minute matches and, and, you know, and just athletes going at it, um, they know that Ring of Honor is the place to go to watch that, or at least that's what they hear. Um, and Ring of, it's because Ring of Honor has built their reputation from day one on that premise, and they haven't really uh, looked back or they haven't tried to change their business model or the way they operate it's always been based on the strength of the wrestling and uh and they've and they've been very loyal to their fans and in turn their fans have been very loyal to them and to us by showing their support for so many years and keeping ring of honor strong and keeping the brand strong yeah this is uh this is aj i like like glenn just said um we are all fans of Ring of Honor. Uh, me and Aaron, actually, and Glenn, too. Yeah, used to come. I've, I've we, sat out in four-hour tapings. Yeah, we, <laughs> we've, been, we've been, me and Aaron and went to, when was the first Ring of Honor show we went? 2010? Right, 2011, I 2011 think. 2011 in Dubern's okay. Arena. Um, and my question is, since 2011, I've wanted to, you know what I'm saying, be one of the guys that you guys let you know, go in the ring from the stands and just. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering, like, what? Three twenty. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do I got to do in order to get booked in one of these feuds where I'm just I start off as a guy in the stands <laughs> throwing ribbons because I've thrown more than my fair share of ribbons in the, into the ring. What do I got to do to to be able to jump the guardrail? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, after after we end this interview, we'll stand the line. I'll give you some four one one on that. But, uh, you know, there's a, there might be a place. Look at the success of Moose lately, you know. Yeah. I mean, coming from the from the National Football League background, and he's doing very well. Um, there's things you can do. I would suggest uh, 
talking to the right folks and not just jumping the rails. <laughs> That's probably not going to end well for anybody. And it's a good way to go viral, so, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, it would go viral, yeah. We could, we could make some headlines. But, uh, uh, or if you do, let's just agree, if you decide to do that, please do it uh, during any match other than mine. <laughs> uh, but, no, there are, there are ways, man. There's, you know, there's, uh, it's, it's a natural, you know, there's obviously that natural respect that, you know, professional wrestlers and athletes, especially football players, have for each other just because we know the physicality of it all. But, uh, hey, man, we're always happy to happy to find the next, uh, you know, the next guy that's ready to get in there and mix it up and, and bring it. It's, it's, funny, uh, it's funny that you mentioned Moose because Moose actually uh, – played football with my buddy Brent Grimes that I played with in Miami and we would me and Brent would literally sit and watch Moose's matches from Ring of Honor on YouTube and he would yeah and we would just talk about like because Brent doesn't know anything about wrestling he would only watch <laughs> he would only watch wrestling when I would make him watch but he knew his buddy yeah. was in it and he it was funny that you just brought that up I just thought that was funny <laughs> yeah. and he's, he's made the, he's made a good um, a good crossover you know some guys it's uh, some guys that are just natural athletes can't pick it up um, and do well. But some guys, it's it's such a unique beast. Professional wrestling is some guys, regardless if they're the best athlete in the world, just can't kind of grasp what it is we do. But um, you know, obviously being a professional athlete, you have a jump start on the average Joe that's just getting in there to train. But yeah, there's ways. I mean, look at Moose. He, he you know got himself trained and has you know got a good head on his shoulders and is doing quite well. So. Hey, man, the door's always open at Ring of Honor. I know that. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, Frankie, yeah, obviously, the uh, the big news of this weekend is uh, obviously AJ Styles showing up in WWE, showing up at the Royal Rumble. And you're a guy who's been around AJ for years now. You were with him. You teamed with him. You went against him in TNA. He's been around uh, Ring of Honor. And, uh, you know, what was what was that like to you to see him at the Royal Rumble? And, and what do you uh, – when you first heard about it, what did you think? Well, I mean, more than that, I mean, I've been friends, very close friends with a guy for 15 years. He was, you know, guy, he was in my wedding party, for God's sake. So we were incredibly tight. Our families are very close. So um, I was kind of a little bit privy to all the information over the last month and all the rumors. I kind of knew what was going on just because we are close and, uh, you know, obviously kept my mouth shut. Um, but was very, very excited for what potentially was going to happen with him because, you know, nobody on this planet – deserves to be where he is other than aside from AJ. Uh, I was I was thrilled. There probably wasn't a, a happier person uh, besides maybe Chris Daniels and Samoa Joe and myself watch sitting and watching uh our friend on the stage that he belongs. Um it was a bit surreal because it's you know, I've known the guy and guy we know we were we were all in the fire together in T N A for a long time and uh in Ring of Honor and just, you know, been up and down the road and just I know what he's gone what he's gone through physically and spiritually and emotionally to get where he is and it's not been an easy road yes. but it's it's great to see it pay off man it's it's you know it, it made me a fan it made me watch the world rumble it made me want to see you know monday night raw it's you know it's and it's going to do that for a lot of people we're talking to Frankie Kazarian here on Jobbing Out. Frankie, it's interesting you bring that up because I wonder if for a guy like you, it almost sort of reflects. And you're a dude, if we remember correctly, you pulled the ballsiest move of all ballsiest moves, right? Like you had the chance at WWE and said, nah, I'm good. Um, you guys go ahead and let me go so I can go do some other stuff because I just don't think this is the right direction for me. Is that right? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you call it ballsy. I like to think of it as ballsy. Some people have called it stupid. <laughs> I, uh, but you know what, man? I have no regrets. I, uh, I, uh, A, wasn't ready. Um, you know, I wasn't, um, I wasn't ready to treat the, the industry like a business. You know, I was a younger man at the time, 26, 27, whatever it was. Uh, so, you know, I wasn't mature enough to be there at that point. And, yeah, I was a little brash and I was a little, you know, I, I always have I have a rebel soul, uh, and I always stick to my convictions. And if I'm going to do something, I do it, and I don't care who who pisses off or who doesn't approve, whatever. That was then. This is now. Um, yeah, and that, that was my situation. But you know, I like I said, I have no regrets for anything I've done. Right. Um, I just wonder yeah. if can you look at this now and see not just that AJ gets the opportunity, but they immediately elevate him. Like they clearly brought him in to be a star. And watch some of the other guys that are getting chances, Austin Aries. And do you think that's a reflection on sort of all of the work that you guys have done? That it's, you know, yeah, it's about that guy, no doubt. But it's also a reflection of they're seeing how important it is to actually be a freaking good wrestler. And that reflects on work that, that guys not named AJ Styles are doing. I'd like to think so. And, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to, uh, my, my hope ultimately is that they're realizing that Okay, WWE exists in its in its own bubble, and it's a very big, very profitable, really cool bubble. Obviously, we know that WWE is going to be here forever. They're the standard there. They're the lead dog, um, and they've never really acknowledged much of uh, what goes on outside that bubble. However, with the success and the of guys like like a Kevin Steen and an El Generico and a Smojo and an Austin Aries and an AJ Styles and you know, Shinsuke Nakamura, guys from New Japan. It's hard, it's getting more and more difficult to ignore that there are guys out there that are in the fans' eyes already stars. They're just stars that haven't got to WWE yet. Yeah. You know, I think it's starting, and I hope it's starting to be more like the days when there were territories, or maybe not so much like that, more like the days when there was a WCW or an ECW where there was these guys that had this built-in fan base and they could pluck them and put them on their television and there's going to be a good portion of that audience that already knows and is already on board with this entertainer um, instead of just developing everybody in their system. And that's, their system is great and it's awesome for the future of the business and they're, going to, they're creating some stars. But there's a handful of guys that, like I said, have that built-in fan base and that are very, very capable wrestlers and could do anything of that asked of them. And I think they're starting to recognize that now and maybe uh, slowly but surely bring different guys in. And I think they're going to find that it's a, a, a good way to do business. Uh, you mentioned before how, you know, you, Christopher, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, you four are pretty much forever linked by your time throughout TNA, throughout Ring of Honor, all of these things. You know, you saw uh, last year Samoa Joe get his curtain call before going to WWE. And this was this past weekend or the week, the weekend before when AJ Styles and the Bullet Club kind of got their curtain call. When, when you see these moments, these these goodbye moments, what what's going through your mind? Well, I mean, as far as the Samoa Joe one, that his last match uh, in Ring of Honor was him and AJ Styles against myself and Chris Daniels, and uh, you know, for me that was a very uh, very special match because that was that was my, my wedding party in one match you know so wow. <laughs> you know that was very cool and uh you know and i i try not to i try to really separate you know getting emotional and personal attachments from when i'm in there in the ring but after the match and when we did the our curtain call and our hugs and 
said our goodbyes, and Joe got on the mic and said some things, and the roster emptied out. I remember just kind of sitting on the turnbuckle, taking it in, going, "Wow, this is a cool moment," you know. Really, just trying to, just trying to let that soak in, you know, like because there's not a lot of those that we're fortunate enough to have. Just those really, really cool, heartfelt moments. So I really, I uh, you know, really just enjoyed that. And uh, this past weekend, you know, I know AJ and the Bullet Club did their thing, and that was very cool for them because they've, you know, they've been on fire for the last couple of years in New Japan. And, you know, and I had my moment backstage with AJ, and, you know, we're obviously still in touch. But, yeah, it's 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 a great moment for the guys. It's a great moment for the fans because, you know, the fans don't get to see that often. You know, they hear about guys being friends and all this. But, you know, when the fans get to kind of see that, they feel that they're part of something cool. And I'm still a fan, and I think it's very cool. Let me, let me ask you this. You mentioned, you know, we, we talked about the decision you made once upon a time. Let me just put yep. this out there. If you had the same opportunity now, if if you were the next call that WWE made, would you feel differently about it now than you felt about it in 2005? Absolutely, I'd feel differently now. I mean, and also now I'm a, you know, back then I was a, <laughs> a, a rogue single man roaming the country right. just doing wrestling, right. you know, as opposed to the you know, husband and father, the well-traveled veteran that I am now. Um, you know, uh, from a maturity level, uh, I've, I've, you know, grown by leaps and bounds. I've learned a lot about how pro professional wrestling works and how the real world works. You know, some of us are late bloomers. You know, some of us, you don't you don't really start putting things into perspective, uh, career-wise or personally and professionally, until you're in your 30s. I mean, at least I know it is for me. I didn't have it all figured out back then. Um, you know, and I like to think a lot of people don't really get a lot of things figured out till you know, you know, a little bit later, late twenties, thirties, forties. Some people never get it figured out, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I, at this point in my career, I'm, you know, I'm willing to explore any option that is presented upon me. Let's just put it that way, because I am, you know, I'm committed to Ring of Honor, and uh, they are my wrestling home but i'm a free agent and uh i am open to uh anything it's 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 foolish in the entertainment industry to, to close any doors sure. in my opinion sure sure no doubt and uh this is aj again i was wondering it, speaking of ring of honor who is yeah. uh I, this is a question i want to ask you because you can answer this question pretty much better than anybody else who is a guy in Ring of Honor right now that you see as maybe right now he's not the guy in Ring of Honor, but a year from now, two years from now, he could be the guy who not necessarily runs the company, but is the guy who is selling out shows and everybody's paying to see? A couple guys come to mind. Um, I think Kyle O'Reilly is going to be, um, once he has a strong uh, singles run, I think he's going to be a headline guy and a main event guy for Ring of Honor. I mean, him and Bobby Fish are a great tag team. Um, but I think Kyle's got, you know, the crowd loves him. Uh, he's got a unique style. And I think once he puts all the pieces together, he's going to be, you know, one of the guys uh, at Ring of Honor. I also think Dalton Castle uh, mm-hmm. is yeah. going to be a – because, you know, he's, he's, he brings something very unique. You know, uh, if Ring of Honor's lacked uh, anything in its history, it's – you know, the more flamboyant characters, over-the-top characters, uh, mixed with guys that could actually go. And Dalton Dalton gives you that. So, you know, those are the first two guys that really uh, that really jump out at me. I mean, you know, I can, I can pretty much almost run down the roster and, you know, plead my case for a guy. 
But those two guys, especially Adam Cole's another guy. I mean, yeah. he's kind of already been the top of the mountain in Ring of Honor, but he's not going anywhere either. So you know, those those three are the first that I kind of think uh, are going to be, you know, the guys in 2016, 17, 18 that are going to be, you know, headlining pay-per-views and television at Ring of Honor. All right, so here's the question now. If you could get yeah. any one football player in the <laughs> ring, not named A.J. Francis, yeah, if you could get anyone, any one football player and you could work a program with them, who would it be, Frankie Kazarian? Oh, boy, let's see. Well, can I pick a kicker? Because I'd want it to be somebody that this out of been like, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, you know, I don't, I just, I don't want to get in there with AJ and just get mauled, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know what, man? If I'm uh, okay, I'll, 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 uh, I'm gonna answer this as if I'm going to uh, draw money. So I'll get in there with Tom Brady. Yeah, right. Oh, that would, uh, would make the most sense, going. obviously. That's who's the, the most, who's the most polarizing guy right now. So you know, I would, I would get in there with Tom Brady. Uh, I'd book him as the baby face, and I would be, you know. The villainous heel that wants to rip him. I don't know that you. I don't know that you can get Tom Brady over as a babyface, bro. Well, if the show's in Boston, you definitely. That's true. All right, we bring him in as a babyface, but because every red-blooded American, you know, would relate to me when I said I was going to, you know, break him in half and become the babyface, and but we draw a lot of money because of Tom Brady, and I would I would be happy to ride those coattails. So. Strictly from a businessman perspective, I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking an angle. With Tom at Brady. at Tom some point, you definitely have to run a promo where you threaten to deflate his balls. Obviously. Oh, that, oh God! That, oh, oh, it just writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> it writes itself. <laughs> hey, Frankie, um, let's let's get some plugs in, man. Where are you? Twitter, Instagram, website. Give me the whole rundown of stuff that we can plug for you. Uh, okay. Uh, I do most of my social media stuff on Twitter, and that's just at Frankie Kazarian. Uh, my Instagram is Frankie Kazarian Official. Um, getting more active on that, um, but that's that's basically my outlets. We're doing um, Ring of Honor's in Nashville, February sixth, day before the Super Bowl, for television tapings, and uh, we're going to be in Vegas for our um, anniversary show at the end of February. And big month coming up. It's very cool. ROHWrestling.com right now, and then uh, uh, very near here, you'll be in Philadelphia as well in March too, so people can yeah, get their March, tickets. March, we're going to be doing television in, in uh, at the. Uh, arena. Yeah. Absolutely. ROHWrestling.com is the website. Get your tickets right now for Ring of Honor. Dude, really enjoyed uh, chatting with you. Appreciate you taking the time for us, man. And let's do this again soon, all right? My pleasure. My pleasure, man. Anytime. Very cool. Great dude, Frankie Kazarian. Appreciate him hopping on with us. And uh, who knows? Maybe it'll lead to uh, a program with AJ and Moose in the next couple of uh... no, That dude's terrifying. <laughs> the, the world's greatest tag team of the world. Or world's, right. The, the, the world tag team champions of the, of the world, world against yeah. the former NFL players. See, I the, like it. the thing is, if I was going to wrestle Ring of Honor, a lot of those guys are are of the smaller stature. Yeah, they do the high right. flyers. So the... I would prefer to not wrestle the only other person <laughs> well, no, no, that can you're, throw you're, me around. You're, you're a tag wrestler. Yeah, I know. But we could work. But, you know, I'm not... <sighs> I'm more of a, you know, I like to. Main you don't event. play well with others. I as like we were to, finding out on the show, I like to main event. Like I'm well, the really, main. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Tag team matches tag rarely main event. In Ring of Honor, they main event quite often. The, but, the tag division is pretty big. Yeah, but it's you guys just against not the, the Young same. Bucks would be a main event. It's just not the same. How funny was it, by the way, when AJ walked in today and he said, "Oh, I, I forgot, forgot my sunglasses. sunglasses." Yeah, I did. What a jerk! <laughs> I did forget my sunglasses. Dude. All right.
Let's um, let's talk about AJ, uh, not the other AJ. Let's, I know you'd love you her. Have to stop the bigger AJ. Know, right? God, I got. We can it. talk about me. I, I know mean, you'd be you happy to do it. The <laughs> most most people listening to the podcast you've ever had. If you just and we had three segments talking about how awesome I am. So you're yeah. being more healed than Triple H right now. No doubt, <laughs> no doubt. Let's talk about AJ Styles, who did make his debut on Sunday night uh, in the Rumble. And again, I think the biggest part of what we came out of this with was. They treated him like a star. They, he is. they, they put the spotlight on him. I, I agree with you, AJ Francis, <laughs> but you know that they don't that do that. That was everyone's worry. With, with everyone. That guys, even that have backgrounds, they a lot of times try to bury that background. They legitimately treated AJ Styles. They didn't reference TNA. They didn't reference Ring of Honor. The only company they referenced was Japan. But they said um, around America. They right. did. They indirectly referenced all of these other companies. If you go on the WWE website, well, hey, the, the pictures from Ring of Honor on it's, their website. It's ju- it's it's H man. It's triple. Yeah. People people want yeah. us like we said earlier. You were like, well, Vince is making the call. That might be true. Maybe Vince makes. A good portion of the call. Vince still. makes the ultimate call, but ultimate, he just but pushing. Like, us. He's yeah. so he has so much more push yep. than he did three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, because Vince has seen what he's done with NXT, and now he's like, okay, well, I I would be a fool to not trust you to pretend like this wasn't happening. Right. Yes. Right. You know. So I think H. This is another reason why I think that it's only a matter of time before. Every major wrestling promotion they they have now, it used to be Vince wanted to make his own guys and Vince wanted mm-hmm. to, but with Triple H having more power and more say in the company, it's really going to be tough for guys to keep their, for other promotions to keep their, their quote unquote stars because... If you're a star at Ring of Honor, if you're a star at New Japan, WWE's going to be calling. Triple H is on the phone with yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. And even Lucha Underground, and I think we're going to get into that with Krista Joseph. Right. He, he was saying that during the, the Lucha Underground offseason, and they do have the offseason because they run the, you know, the traditional mm-hmm. seasonal schedule, that WWE tried to sign a number of their top talents yeah. and basically tried to bury it. So, yeah, I mean, whether it's for good reasons, like, you know, whether or not they – you know, all these guys deserve it, but whether it's purely altruistic on Of course, WWE wait a part, second. It's pre- and that's fine. Yeah, that's no, the way a company not, works. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not saying we talked to... A successful company yeah, should be trying to buy up right, other... exactly. You know what I mean? Like and that's, that's the thing. That's the deal. And I'm not... Right. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. I'm just saying but, whatever well, the reason... Look, for wrestling fans, we all want the other companies to be strong. It's, yes. it's literally... It all has to do with the network, man. I oh, mean, yeah. I really feel as if... And this is just the... I feel like... Ever since the network became the biggest play for WWE, yeah, wrestling had to start mattering. Wrestling yeah. mattered. Yeah, yeah. Your ability you need in hundreds of hours more content. Oh my a God. week than what you were providing before the network existed. Mm-hmm. Now I get it. Most of that is re- replays and you know those types of things. And they're doing seven different interview shows on the network, like Edging Christian show, right? Now. Like, Which yeah. looks like it's going to be hilarious. I'm uh, sure I mean, it will be. Edging Christian, Christian are amazing. I mean, come on, right? like of course. <laughs> But but the point of it being that they the NXT, NXT is the cornerstone. To, but it probably needs to even grow from there. You know what I mean? Like they might want to think about doing two NXT shows a week on the network because the the one thing about the network is you still have to have content yep. that you can only get on the network that people desperately want. It's 2016. Yeah. Remember I told you this. It's the first month of 2016. By January 2017, NXT will be two hours long. 
Yeah, I would, uh, not sure. That would I wouldn't. Be. I wouldn't. I don't know. They can wait that long. Yeah, you know I was, was going to say like, maybe the day after Mania they announced. Yeah, that. I think that you have to go that route, man. I think that you have, to, and that's why I think all of this makes sense. I, I think the only reason why it wouldn't is just the concern. You'd have to change up the taping, the way they tape. Right. You, you could. could not really, I mean, you would just have to do twice as many tapings. Right. You could do, well, that, that's you what. Do and when you do them all in the same city, that's not that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's necessarily. I'm just saying you'd have to change it. Right. They did to do two tapings a month where you did two shows. I think is not the end of the world. They, they did it this. They did uh, four four hours one week, then they just did four hours this week to get up to takeover. So, you know, they can do it. It's Absolutely. a little weird that they're two months ahead of time now, but, you know, okay. it happens. So let's let's push ahead. Um, AJ now. AJ let's, Styles, now moving forward. You have forward. to say his last name. I know. I'm sorry. I, I, I said it right. I, it did. was Aaron that did it wrong this time. AJ Styles, now moving forward, is, is it obvious that you want... Like Zayn and Owens at Mania, or do you want? I'm wondering if we Zane might... and Owens now, and then Owens Styles at Mania. I'm, I'm thinking you use all four. You you go all of the feuds. Kevin Owens is involved in like seven thousand different feuds right now. Which uh, is plus, kind of he still has to pay off the feud with Machine Gun Kelly, obviously. right? Obviously yeah. that one as well. But um, if if, <laughs> if I'm booking it based on the uh, Rumble, uh, the what happened at the Rumble, I go Ambrose Owens Zayn Styles for the IC title at Mania ladder match. Doesn't matter. It can be. Doesn't have to be. I mean, so you're con- you're you're convinced that Zane is on the way back up for good. I, mean, uh, I don't think you do what you did with him and Owens if there's not a payoff. I, I, I think I just I honestly think that the Royal Rumble was just you knew they wanted to put somebody from like you were talking about yeah, the, the, the Apollo Cruz maybe. I really feel like, especially with what it's happened possible. last night on on NXT, and you don't know. It's clear Sami Zayn is not leaving NXT no. anytime soon. But because there's no reason why he couldn't work. Owens, Owens worked, worked both, both. For, the, for about two takeovers. Yeah, remember? he did. He did. Yeah. And, and, and Zayn could do the same thing. But at the same time, I don't think that you can have Sami Zayn in the Intercontinental title picture and the NXT title picture. Well, I don't even know that you – I think the, the – Unless he could be the first person to have both at the same time, that would be dope. That would be dope. It would be dope. You're right about that. <laughs> that would actually be very cool. Um, well, wait a second, though. Because what – hang on. Oh, no, no, Owens had the United States title and the... NXT title. And the NXT title, right, yes. exactly. Okay, so here here would be my argument to that, which is it's sort of the title picture, but if you expand it to have multiple people in it, it's sort of like a fringe of being in the title picture. Yeah, you're in the title picture, but it's more that you're just in a match. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not suggesting that they should... I've, I said I didn't like the way they did it a year ago by just lumping ten guys in and then doing the Battle Royale as well, because right. then you're essentially having two of the exact same match. It's just that one involves ladders. Right. You know, like, I'm not... I don't know that I'm in favor of it. If you trimmed it down to a fatal four-way with ladders, or even without them, I, I was gonna yeah, say, with, I mean, with those four guys, you really, yeah, don't, you really need don't need ladders. Them. That's a good point. You really don't need them. Yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. I'm yeah. not. I think it's a good match. I think that I just maybe I'm just a stickler. Maybe I am, but I really think that with this newfound focus on actual wrestling. Right. I think it does a disservice to the Intercontinental title to not have it be a one-on-one match at Mania. Okay. That, and that's perfectly reasonable. Okay. I think, I think though, you have to get rid of the United States title then to do that. I, I just don't think you can make the Intercontinental title matter the way that you want it to matter for there to be two titles that are kind of the exact same thing and we've never differentiated why they're any different than each other. You know what I mean? I, I mean, the, yeah, but at the same time, like... I feel as if the way those title the the titles themselves are booked completely different. Like to me, as in the aspect of you're not going to get the same kind of match. Uh, we're assuming that Kalisto is going to be the U.S. champ still come Mania, right? Like, 
I think he will be. Yeah, I, I think it's a good possibility. Yeah. So, I don't. You're not going to get the same match out of Kalisto as you are out of. And I'm not. I'm okay with different. But then you have to do the work to different. Why are these two titles different? Explain to me why they're different. Why does the intercontinental which, which title one is matter? bigger? Which right. one? Is which bigger? one matters more? Well, we that wasn't that, the case but, last year, though. Right. Well, that's because John Cena had. Well, I'm title. saying, but you have to. I just permanently need to do something to two. say. Here's why they're different. Here's why they're two different. And I'm okay with saying they're both very important. This one will be more of a you know a wrestler's title. And right. This is a this showy is, title. Exactly. Yes. Something along those yes. lines. I think is fine. I just think you have to do the work to differentiate the yeah. two and explain why one matters to these indie guys, these AJ Styles of the world, more than the other one does. That's all. You know what I mean? Just just do the work for that, and then I think that makes sense. I, I think one of the real questions with AJ Styles right now is simply, you know, I don't know if they necessarily expected him to get the, the, the reaction he did both at the Rumble and at Raw. And what I wonder is, it seemed for a while they were, like they were planning on bringing the Bullet Club up together. Right. Does he need the Bullet Club? Not the moment he doesn't appear to need the bullet. Yeah, club. That, so I, I don't. I don't know that it was ever about whether he needed the bullet. Well, club well, as much or as, if they, w- I would have liked it a lot better. Yeah, than the Balor Club, to be honest. Yeah, I think it. the Balor Club is. Well, it wouldn't it. be the Bullet Club. It would probably because they've. But I think no, ju- I think no, it's they, just, they, they, you, they have the rights for the bullet. Club. No, I think don't. we found out they don't. They, they actually. don't. They didn't buy it. Yeah, no. that, that was just like a rumor that was out oh. there. It wasn't true. No, I I think what it, it's more about does Nakamura need it? Does I think it's more well Nakamura that that would. I mean, you could make your own sense, but it's not like Nakamura was ever part of it. I know, but I think yeah, that you, it would be a can, good way to introduce him to have him be part as, of it. Though, as the, we found out on from Twitter, uh, Nakamura is going to NXT. Correct. And he's, and he's debuting gonna, at uh, TakeOver Dallas. And we're all... Which I'll be there for. We're all on board, right? We're, yeah. We're, I, all, we're all on board with that. I mean, Glenn, are you I, I'm coming on board to me? I'm still working on it though right though now. I'm, don't don't put me under the light on that just yet. I'm slightly disappointed that they're not going to put him in... To straight on to Mania. I thought that that would be an awesome yeah, way it'd be, it'd be very to, cool. to debut at Mania would be awesome. Especially because I, ha- I had this but whole... But you know t- what they would do? They would debut him in the effing Battle yeah. Royal. Well, no, no, no. I, no. I, I had this whole idea where Chris Jericho, just kind of the way his character oh, is going, sure. is turning it from the cool dad to the bitter past you know prime athlete. And I, was, I had this picture of... Uh, Jericho starts to hate all these new guys coming in, and then you debut Jericho Nakamura because he gets so annoyed that Nakamura well, but, is getting this hype. But separate Nakamura, though. Even what you're talking about, the list of guys that we just mentioned, oh, he could, Jericho fits in that group, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, in the Zane. He, he yeah. He's the original, to be honest. Right. right. Like, he fits Absolutely. in that picture. <laughs> but that's Absolutely. the thing. Is, he was that guy, and now he's not. So right, right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. No, I mean, you could put him into that whole Styles group as well. All right. What else do we need to touch on? Uh... Let's talk. I mean, a though. Hold on. I don't think we ever really uh, established that. That was a good paper. That was a really good top to bottom Royal Rumble. It was. Show. It was very good. And I'm and I'm the guy that never you wants mean, to get cracked. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It was good. It was really good. So last week yeah. when I was here. Oh, this is I, the thing where like and I told you guys. Uh, I said when the pay per views fantastic. We're going to come back in here, and I'm going to tell you how fantastic it was. But because I didn't say no one it couldn't be fantastic. No one said it was. We're arguing against things we don't say. <laughs> once, I love these straw men. Once again. AJ versus the straw men. Oh, I also like to point out. I also like to point uh, out. And it still didn't make sense. You want to point out the, the last man standing. Which I agree with Aaron. It still is not. Not, not, not. I, I didn't like, I didn't like Kevin Owens limping down to, and then once he got under rings, oh, all no of a sudden, limp. yeah, right, all of a sudden he hawked up, right? Like, come on, man. Have you ever watched come wrestling on. before? Well, we don't I've like watched. it. And there's been other things that I haven't loved in the past when I've seen them. Every Dolph Ziggler match, he's dying, and then his leg will be literally falling off, and then well, he'll, I know, and Hulk Hogan and some, was, was and somehow dead. He'll have the ability to jump 16 feet in the air That's to right. give somebody a DDT. 
But he didn't always compete in last man standing matches beforehand. Um, it, it was moving a lot past that, though. Uh, the Rumble match itself was booked extremely well. It was paced extremely Top to well. bottom, too. Every... It, well, I, I, I love that it... Hang on. Uh, all hail. The king of the uh, Rumble. Archer. The greatest moment. Archer. <laughs> Archer. Okay. Here's... I, I have to admit this. I give you a lot of shit about Archer. Yeah. After what he did in the Rumble, yeah. he is... A bro. bona fide Hall of Fame. Bro. Bona fide. If you do well, not. Well, he's the first black NWA champion, so he already got that. If you do not then. understand that R-Truth is wrestling, <laughs> it's what we love. He, when he came down to the ring, I he was like, sold oh. every ounce. He's he yeah. literally, he literally <laughs> lifted up the, the, uh, what's it called? The uh, apron. The apron. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, he's, he's gonna he's grab the money in the bank. Money in the bank. And he <laughs> grabbed the ladder. Every and he, ounce of it. The best part of all is everyone in the ring <laughs> looking stopped. at him slide the ladder in and you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh my and he, god, it's- And then he climbs the ladder with his head down the whole time and then he gets to the top and he looks up and to grab the, grab the money in the bank briefcase and he's like, The, the only thing that would have been better is if something actually did lower from the ladder. Oh my. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's so Dude, funny. It, it is the, it is everything, the childish things that you yep. love about wrestling. What made you fall in love with wrestling is R-Truth. He's yes. so funny. R-Truth is the greatest thing that they have had it, and it's, it makes you a little bit bitter they don't do it more often, but then you realize if they did it, it more often, it, would, it, would it wouldn't work then. the same exactly. way. You do it once it's, a month. It's you just so kind of remind yourself, F-ing. oh, he can do it. Perfect. Yep. So good. God. So good. Um, Sasha. Sasha came out. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that, that, I was, that was awesome. Yeah. That, that was a great moment. Well done. It was really well uh, or, uh, executed. You think, you, think you think that they're doing, they're pushing for a triple threat at It's got to be triple threat at Mania. It's got to be. I'm thinking triple threat at Fastlane with a one-on-one I, dis- I, still I, I think you go the other way. I think you do. Or, or what they Sa- could. I, I think you do Charlotte, Sasha, Sasha Charlotte, Fastlane. Becky gets involved with that, screws it all up, sets up the triple threat at Mania. Yep. Or you could do the triple threat at Fastlane, and then I hear what you're saying. You could have Bailey, Bailey. involved, and now it's a and, and I don't I don't hate that either. Mania. I just I don't, I don't hate it either. Yeah, either. I mean that, those are pretty much the two options it seems like, and both of them well, don't hang suck. On, keep in mind too, they Paige is still like their top female star. I think they like her holding down the the total divas division. If, I, if we're if we're dividing I things just, up, they've got to find a way to, to have make there matter. be a relevant yep. match in there somewhere. Yeah, no, don't, I. I agree with you. They don't do a good job with that. They just, you know, the concurrent female matches is the thing that we talked about before. Two different storylines with females doesn't take all that much. They're great performers. Use them. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm asking for. Uh, and they got to figure out a way to do that concurrently. Um, the, the other thing about the whole Davis, I mean, Becky came out looking like a star. I think there were a lot of questions yeah. when they were all call, called up if Fair. Becky would get buried. Right. If, if you told me they build WrestleMania – to make Becky Lynch come out and be like a huge baby face winning, com- you know, overcoming the adversity. I could absolutely see it at this point. Yeah. I, I had I questions. Be, I would absolutely, I could see it and I would be furious if they did. Oh, I'd love it. If I, Sasha I, Banks saying. does not win the Divas title <laughs> at Mania, I riot. I'm <laughs> you know that right now. I, I love I'm Lisa charged, Becky. If Sasha Banks does not leave, I love Lisa leave Becky. Dallas as the Divas champ, I'm jumping the guardrail <laughs> and I am going to throw a fit. <laughs> God, I, so, so you've already said you're going to jump the rail at Ring of Honor and at right. WrestleMania. <laughs> See, that's the thing, Aaron. When you're a lot bigger than everybody, you get to do what you want when you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, well hey, Cass, Aaron don't knows do the it. exact opposite of that. He knows what you get to do when you're a lot smaller than everybody. Uh, 
the other thing, who lost worse in a rap battle? Meek Mill or Flo Rida? Oh my <laughs> god. It was a blowout. Why did Flo Rida get killed so bad? It was That's his job. Rigged, in a rigged thing. They knew That's it was his... going to, they knew it was going to happen. They booked it for Flo Rida to he win. He forgot his own and line. Bo Dallas beat him. How bad is it going to be when it's definitely going to be a Bo Dallas? I like how people, right, Slater, you know Flo what the funny match. part? I don't know what's funnier. The fact that people are killing Flo Rida for forgetting his lines or the fact that people completely for, tried to pretend that The Rock didn't forget his. Well, I mean, okay, but The Rock can improvise far better yeah, than that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the other thing, can. right? It was I just mean, so funny to me. I was sitting there look, watching. I was like, this is getting awkward. And then, Well, he was definitely this, not 100% sober. I, I, I also like, come like on, uh, bro. Two, two relatives of the we- people in the West Texas Rednecks who competed in a rap battle in Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. That's a good point. That's a good you, point. You, you got uh, Kurt Hennig's son and Barry Windham's that's a, nephew. That's a great point. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, they're definitely going to do something. I just don't know how How do they make this. Is it the Dudleys and Flo Rida against? Rap is crap. I, Heath Slater, Bo Dallas. I'm so tired of Flo Rida as a recurring Dude, but guest. but you know they're going to bring him back I for know Mania. They are. You know they are. I don't are. think so. I, I mean, they they're, they're also somebody. teasing a Stephen Amell thing. Yeah, but they've done that already. But they're they're teasing so? more between him and Stardust. So? What the so? They're I know, it was good. I'm not arguing with that. It's good. Speaking of us, did you see last night's Arrow? I know that's off of course topic, I but it's yeah. just fantastic. <laughs> Stephen Amell is the is the number one. In my mind, Arrow's one of my favorite shows. Next, it's, ne- the next week it's going to be nerding Amell. out, where AJ just talks about all yeah. the nerdy things that he's into. Stephen Amell is always welcome on in a wrestling venue for to me. As long as he's I, I'm Ollie, not, I I said this to Aaron. I don't not telling you it's a bad idea. They just want to do something they haven't done before. Yeah, they normally try they to normally, get new celebrities. Yeah. To be fair. That's just the yes. way it, the way they Imagine done. what he could do at Mania after seeing what he did at Summer. No, he would look really good, yeah, for, good. for being not a wrestler. He's going you know to jump I mean? off of a ladder, I think, at Mania. That would I be could, uh, do the whole Shane McMahon yes. like he's going to be Shane McMahon as I go, go to the top of the Titan right. Tron and jump off. Anything you can imagine, he's going to do it. Anything else we need to talk about? I mean, we talked about Kalisto. I guess the the one thing now is what's the direction for the New Day? I've talked about this before, right? Like, I love, I we all worship everything they do. Can they ever lose the tag? I don't think that it's possible that they lose the tag. You can lose them if it's to do something more important. No, I know. I get that, but like, at this point, they are the tag division. They are. They're just beat like. I, they can't. And first Fran, of all, Francesca too is the most over thing in oh wrestling. My God. Oh, my God. Fran, oh my Cheska, God. Fran, Francesca. Like, so how, how ridiculous is that? A trombone is legitimately more over was, than anybody but on your about it was I so know. great. I, I, I'm just God, saying, it though, was so great. So they had a moment of silence for the trombone. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> all right, we'll grab a break. When we come back in, we will go over our uh, quick count and we'll do our top five for the week. This is Jobbing Out. Are you a believer in the Retriever? The UMBC sports marketing team is proud to support UMBC athletics through marketing and promoting the UMBC Division I game day experience with giveaways, in-game entertainment, and much, much more. Tickets for Retriever action starts as low as $2. Follow UMBC Sports on Instagram at Retriever Believer and on Twitter at UMBC Sports Marketing for all your promotional updates of the Retrievers. For a complete schedule of UMBC athletics, visit UMBCRetrievers.com. The UMBC sports marketing staff looks forward to seeing you as a Retriever believer at the games. 
Looking for licensed Orioles and Ravens jewelry for the sports fan in your life? Charles Nusenoff and Sons Jewelers. 8720 Sater Hill Road in Parkville since 1923. Charles Nusenoff and Sons has provided the Baltimore area with affordable fine jewelry, quality repair workmanship, and a total devotion to customer service. Looking to pop the question? Charles Nusenoff and Sons has designer mountings and certified loose diamonds. Prices that can't be beat for the perfect proposal. Download their new app, the Vow Engagement Ring. Finder for iPhone or Android and search styles, get prices, and even upload a picture of your hand and try rings on virtually. Charles Newson Often Sons, Orioles, Ravens Jewelry, and the Vow Engagement Ring Finder. Go to charlesnewsonoff.com or call 410-661-5050. Charles Newson Often Sons Jewelers, 8720 Sater Hill Road in Parkville. Let's scroll together. Need to get some cash? No problem. Head to Royal Farms, step up to the ATM, and get your cash for nothing because there is no fee. Surcharge free ATM use. That's the way we do it at Royal Farms. Some retailers charge you to use their ATMs. They make you spend money just to get your money. We don't. At Royal Farms, you can come in anytime, day or night. Walk over to our ATM, take out your bank or credit card, and in just a few seconds, get your cash for nothing because it's surcharge free. Individual cardholder fees may still apply for using a Royal Farms ATM, but we won't charge you. So the next time you want to get cash at an ATM, come to Royal Farms. Because this is how we do it. Get your cash for nothing because there is no fee. Cash for nothing because there is no fee. All right, back in here on Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and the main event. AJ Francis of the Seattle Seahawks, segment number three of the show. We are going to get into our top five here moments. In fact, I got a different way that I want to go with the top five. Hold on. Actually, before you say anything else. Oh, yeah. Can we get like a button like they have on real radio shows? Oh, you want to like an so instant replay? Have, so I don't have to say main. But I kind of like you doing it I live every it, time. Yeah. We can. I mean, it's it's not. But I just the sort of main event. Then I mean, we would then I'm, have I'm, it for when you're not here. That yeah. actually would be the benefit. Is for like the weeks that you can't make it in. We would then have. Well, it we'll, we'll get you in. We'll get you to record some. Drops All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good with that. All right. uh, but before we get into the uh, quick count for this week, we do need to talk about <clears throat> fantasizer. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> um, so everybody listening, um, I l- appreciate all you guys that uh, joined the Fantasizer League. <laughs> uh, but Especially you know, if you've signed up before. <laughs> but you know, um, in this world, there can only be one true victor. He does realize this doesn't end until Mania, right? And currently, if you check the standings, you will see... A team named the Prize Fighter atop the list, um, and that team happens to belong to me. And the reason it does <laughs> is because I'm better than all of you, and because they were scoring errors, picking <laughs> wrestling things. Aaron will sit here and say that he picked Triple H and he didn't get 50 points because Triple H won the title and that should have got 50 points for that. But I beat Aaron by more than 50, so he can kick rocks. <laughs> 
So I, you was, can, I felt you pretty good about myself. 50. I was like in eighth place or something like that. I'm like, you know what? You know, given the size of the league, I'm good with eighth place. And right? then you saw who's the effort, who's at the top of the list. Fa- Fantasizer. Fantasizer is great. A bunch of different custom fantasy leagues. You can start your own league. You can join a public league for anything from wrestling to How's your bachelor league going? This I do not have a bachelor. Are you sure? Bachelor is the one fantasy show I do not. Uh... My Fantasy Challenge League is going pretty well, though, actually. MTV's The Challenge. Sure. I didn't know they still did it. But of course I mean, they believe. still do it. The Miz created it, so they will live it forever. Is Anissa still on The Challenge? Anissa actually is still on The she Challenge. Is. Of course she is. Yes. She, kinda, she's like the I only I saw a little bit of yesterday's episode, and she looked like a badass. Really? She, I for the always, first time ever. Yeah, she she, was, normally, she I, looked it, like it's, a badass. It's a, she's she's normally like... The the old timer who you kind of laugh at because she's like, terrible she, like, at this point. And you know, well, like, and she's just not good at any of the physical challenges. And then yesterday she just completely dominated. kills it. Real but uh, yeah, so you can, how, is, how old is Anissa now? Thirty. I want to say like six hundred twelve. Oh, really? I was gonna say I was thinking she was far older than thirty. Well, I mean, when you think Jesus. about it, the real world, she was probably what like twenty one, twenty two, and that All was right. like fifteen I years ago or so at this Jesus. point. But. Uh, <sighs> Good times. But yeah, Fantasizer, go check it out. It's getting a lot of mainstream uh, press lately, so go check it out. Great site. Whether you join our league, which you still can join because it's a public league and you don't need to you know, do the entire season. It's nicer if you do the entire season, but you can join. Yeah, especially when you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, go, go join Fantasizer. It's awesome. All right. Very good. This week's Quick Count, we always allow Aaron to uh, nerd out and go Come a little bit off the reservation for number one. What you got for us this weekend? Uh, well... Yesterday was kind of National Lucha Underground Day. It was what was it? Pretty much. I it was get the invite. Well, that's because you are not one of the believers Apparently. who are, who believers. Be- no, not believers. Believers. Why? Everyone knows I am a believer. <laughs> I, yeah, Everyone he's definitely a believer. That. Me too. But no, he is <laughs> a believer. Uh, Lucha Underground was everywhere. From they went on Sports Center, which is kind of crazy that. Uh, ESPN would bring on Lucha Underground wow, when they had the kinda... yeah they they were on the ESPN LA Sports Center the 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Who was on? Centers. Uh, John Morrison, Rey Mysterio. Uh, you mean Johnny Mundo? Of Johnny course. Mundo, of course. Yes, yeah. Rey Mysterio. I think King Cuerno was on there. One of the uh, that sounds like doors. a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but, like I uh, ordered that when we went to that Mexican place the other night when we were waiting to see the. Aaron and I went to see Creed not too long ago. Yeah, we, we were just trying to go to a bar before the movie started, and everywhere had like, covers. It they, was weird. Like every other bar had like a five dollar because they had some awful cover band playing, and so the only bar that we could go to was at the Mexican restaurant. And I was like, "Well, I know who's drinking Dos Equis Ambers all night." That's right. But um, <laughs> they they were all on there. They hit them uh, Stan Verrett and I can't remember who the other guy was. Neil. But, I think it might have been Neil. Okay. Sounds Neil right. Neil Patrick Harris? No, no, I don't think it was Neil Patrick No, no not Harris. Neil Patrick But anyway, they were Dookie on. Hauser. And the 1 a.m. Sports Center was literally about half the show was about Lucha Underground. Oh, it was crap. crazy. That is wild. It, um, but then... Uh, Vince is not pleased about that today. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But then... Uh, but they're not, not Sports really Illustri- competition, are they? Sports Illustrated, Forbes, Rolling Stone, <clears throat> oh, a yeah. number of other places all did articles yesterday. So they were a lot of places yesterday. And uh, leading up to the season premiere, season premiere was awesome. They Yeah, I would read the Rolling Stone except for, I don't know if you remember that time that you had Chris Farley ranked behind Kristen Wiig on the list hey, of all-time SNL performers. You, you should read the so. article if, if, if you didn't see it, if you didn't Wait. see me completely yeah. spamming Twitter because of it. Uh, I got the first English interview with Pentagon Jr. Wait. <laughs> 
Is what Glenn just said true? <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. This was before I came on, and I have nothing to do with it. I stopped reading Rolling Stone because of it. They put together a list of their all-time SNL performers. That, I had nothing to do with that. Nothing against Kristen Wiig. She's fantastic. She's hilarious in every movie she's in. Love her to death. She is no Chris Farley. No, no, no one is. That's disrespectful. Correct. Don't don't look at me. This was before I came on. I, I when he got the job at Rolling Stone, I essentially oh, said. Yeah. Oh, you're going to go work for that publication. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, go check out my interview with Pentagon Jr. because it's awesome. But anyway, uh, season premiere yesterday, it was great. It was interesting because it was the first time that we had ever gotten to see a legitimate season premiere from a wrestling show. Wrestling shows generally don't have season right. premieres. You know, WWE has the fall season premiere or whatever. It's not really a season premiere. You don't have any breaks. This was legitimately a five-month. Oh, are you showing him the... Now, uh, ready? Ready? Right there. Right there. Mm-hmm. Now, look at all the other ones they had ranked. It. They had a 15th. 15th. I- I'll let you guys. They put uh, Bill Hader ahead right. of Chris Farley. You have to resign They put <laughs> from Rolling Stone. Bro. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. That's the only way we can remain friends. All right, let's move um, on. But it, it was it was very cool. Go check out the season premiere if you haven't seen it. Because I think they did a really good job of making it feel like a regular TV season premiere while yeah. also incorporating wrestling. It was awesome. And uh, go check out Lucha Underground because Lucha Underground is awesome. All right. Uh, number two, we briefly touched on uh, Austin Aries when we were talking to Frankie Kazarian, but it was pretty <laughs> big news. Who called that, by the way, in the 2016 predictions? The, the top of my list is guys yeah. who are going to show up in NXT. He did say that. Austin Aries. So Triple H uh, on Friday night tweeted out that there was going to be a surprise during uh, the house show for NXT in Orlando. Or the tape- and- there were the tapings. Oh, it was TV tapings. Right. Sorry. The TV tapings. And uh, sure enough, it ended up being that Austin Aries the is the greatest now man who ever lived with NXT. I, I mean, who doesn't love it? Like, of course. He's a double. He's amazing. But this goes back to what we were talking about before, which is the only thing you risk is that you're thinning, thinning out some of these other promotions, and it is good. Well, no, no, no. I disagree. No, no, no. It's good for wrestling fans to have other promotions yeah. succeed. No, but it, I don't think that that's an issue because the when you have guys like Austin Aries coming from other promotions. It gives spotlights to other guys. Right, I, I get it. They, in those promotions. Well, as long as, long as they can keep then, it up. And then eventually those guys will come too. I hear you. I hear you. I just, you gotta, you can't have this end up bleeding out an entire promotion. That's all I'm saying, right? Like, True. You, just you, you, don't, you don't want a monopoly in the It can't suddenly world. be that next week NXT is Ring of Honor, and Ring of Honor is a bunch of indie guys that the you don't New, care New, about at all. New Japan did fight back a little bit here with the, uh, now that, you know, after WWE took the right. New Japan guys, took Mauro Ranallo off of Axis, Jim Ross now doing the that's New right. Japan show. That's right. So, you know, they're finding their ways to thrive. And that's actually going to be interesting. Jim Ross on New Japan. Oh, it'll be tremendous. But uh, back to Austin Aries. Uh, this is a no-brainer. He's awesome. Of course. He's tremendous. He was always one of those guys that you're like, oh, this works in WWE. The only thing that ever held him back was his size. He's going to work perfectly in NXT. The question is... Is he going to be a long-term NXT guy? Is he or going to be in he, and out? Yeah. Or is he potentially going to make it up to the main roster? Well, I think this all speaks back to our confusion about what's going on with Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. If if he was going to be on the main roster, why isn't he already there? Is it proof that they're going to be guys that go to NXT that never leave NXT? You know, Rhino's been working NXT for a long time. And at this point, I think we assume he's an NXT lifer, if you will. Um, that's just his job. His yep. job is to work on NXT and... When they bring someone over to do that, I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't nope. think it's the end of the world if somebody just goes over to there, work. There need NXT. to be, if you are going to build NXT as a brand, you need guys like that. So you know that 
okay, I can start building this guy, and he's going to be here in 2017. He's not going to be called up to the main It roster. speaks, though, we had a conversation about this last week. It speaks to the debate of would you take that, like, if, if somebody, Frankie, man, I should have presented that specifically to Frankie Kazarian. If you're Frankie Kazarian, you're 38 years old. You're 38 years old. You got a chance already once in WWE. You've traveled the world. You've done about everything you can do. You're not hurting for money. You're not wealthy necessarily, but you're not hurting he's, for money. He's making you've, pretty decent yeah, money. Yeah, you've made good money in your career doing what you want to do. They come to you and say, we want you to come to WWE. Um, is there any chance that Frankie Kazarian says to himself, dude, I would rather just go buy a house in Orlando. I'm 38. Let me work NXT for five years. Let me just. It all just depends on what NXT is. Like, are are they going to stay down in Florida? Are they going to make this touring thing bigger? There's so many unknown. That's going to. That really is going to be the. I most think it changes a lot, though. Thing. I think if you can say to somebody, the overwhelming majority of the time you're going to be in Florida. We're going to do some stuff on the right. weekends. We're going to do the occasional. But if you can live, well, that, and that's the question: Are they going to still overwhelmingly do Florida? And that, that's the question. And we, if, that and has if to be they answered. are, I could send some guys saying, "Oh, please." Yeah. Please. And that would be the type Give of, it, you know, that, you Florida's know, nice. Daniel, right? <laughs> like, Daniel. Yeah, you can speak to the tax situation, yeah, right? It changes dope. a lot, dude. And, and Daniels and Kazarian, guys who are probably a little older than they would like, but a great tag team, great workers, guys that you could stick and be a cornerstone of the tag division for you the next two years. You think you five years. good years of work out of those guys? Don't know about, about five from Daniel. Daniels is old. But I hear yeah. you. I but hear but you. you, especially in a tag match in that formula, yeah, right. you say, you know what, you're going to be the cornerstone of our tag division for the next two years. Yep. Sure. No doubt. All right. Uh, and number three, news this week about a name. When, when, the, when we first learned about the John Cena thing, what was the first thing I said to you the WWE should do? Call Batista. Call Batista. And as it turns out, they did. Yeah. But they didn't call him for a match. They, uh, and we don't know why. They presented him with a, a scenario where he would show up at Mania and not have a match. We don't know why. To be fair, it doesn't really make a lot of well, sense. Well, here's the thing. It, it yeah, might it be, it might be a situation show up? where he knows that, or they know that he can't. We don't know what. Okay. Yeah. We know that he was presented with a scenario. We don't know if they asked about it or if they never said, no, we don't want you in a match. I can't imagine them saying them, we don't want you in a match. But I can see the series where he was, given the opportunity, we know you can't wrestle, but we still want you there. And he was just like, I really don't want to do this unless I'm wrestling. Well, it looks like part of the problem is that they're filming Guardians, Guardians of the, the Galaxy, Galaxy right. at the same time. And right. so that probably makes a match somewhat impossible. Correct. Um, that being said, I, I just don't know. Batista was not appreciated the last time. I, I agree. And I so think if I was him, I wouldn't come back either. If I was, I'm being honest, if I'm Dave Batista. I have no interest in coming back to WWE anytime soon. He's, he said he has had. Here's what he said. He said I all had, of the fans treated him like shit. I know, but you got to keep in mind he's still friends with Triple H. He's still. I mean, it's fans treated him like shit when he was being pushed as a face when he wasn't being a face. Yeah, like that, that was that was another. You know, that, and I do. They think, cheered him when he, well, when on, he quit. And I also that was, think that a lot changes if you bring back Drax the Destroyer. Drax the Destroyer. Then he he has said in the past though he did an interview where he's like. I might be interested, but if I do it, I want to do a Jericho thing. I want to work house shows. I don't want to work television because if I'm coming back, I want to wrestle. I don't want to deal with creative. I don't want to deal with you know right, the, nonsense the nonsense of booking. I just want to wrestle. And I do. I just think that after Guardians, he would be more well liked if he showed up now. I think at the time it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah, know, I agree. I agree. the guy wasn't around for a long time, and you immediately and you didn't know thrust why. him back into right. the, the main event. Yeah, another and, guy that got booed for no reason. Yes, because of correct. Daniel it Bryan. has everything to do with Daniel Bryan. You're 100 percent right. Another guy it, who got AJ. the shaft. Everything of to do with Bryan. Daniel Bryan. But 
I think that even with nerds, the popularity would be different because of Guardians. Oh, of the if Galaxy. he comes out and he says uh, you couldn't, or I would catch it, yeah, you right? know, just Absolutely. drops a yeah, drag slide in there, people would, we would go nuts. Yeah, mark out, no doubt. All right, um, so that brings us to our top five. Damn, and Daniel Bryan's ruining careers just <laughs> more than Triple H. God, what a, what a and it's his own that apparently <laughs> is dead, right? All right, so uh, Aaron and I do top five lists every week. AJ, we're bored of it. We we want AJ. Well, it's more that like I like the fact that AJ's here, and this is something that we've never talked about before. We've never, we don't really interview AJ ever because he's our friend and because he's part of the show. He's one of the and that would make him feel too important. I'm not part of the show. I am he's the, the show. main of he is the main event, I as you know, show. right? He is the show. This is Correct. my show. So we don't often interview. Like we talked a little bit last week about the Seahawks and the end of the season, but for the most part, he's just. He's a co-host of the show, the the you know the main event. So um, we wanted to give him a chance because uh, for those that that are just coming on to the show that don't know how this ever started, like it's kind of weird that you guys hang out with a football player and he does a show with you, and I don't, I don't really get it. Um, this really is about AJ's love of wrestling, like mm-hmm. more than anything else. If AJ didn't love wrestling. I don't think that AJ would hang out with Aaron and I. I think that there would. Me and Aaron are only friends because of us. Like literally, the reason we became friends is because it's hard to find people that are as nerdy about wrestling as I am. I pretty I much fully understand that. <laughs> That's I, why we're friends. I completely get it. I, I literally, I only knew AJ because I was covering the team at the time, and then oh, he also happens to be into wrestling. Well, Aaron and I talk about wrestling a lot. Well, how about that, right? And I cut the greatest promo. You did. You did. You <laughs> cut a pretty amazing promo one night when we uh, unleashed the new uniforms, Ooh, and I was down there. And that was off the top of my head. It was completely. It was far better than what Danny O'Brien attempted to do. <laughs> oh my god, he was so bad. It was the worst thing I've ever so heard in my life. Oh, Danny to the point where I had to promise him that I would never let anyone see Danny it. Hollywood <laughs> is a much better wrestling name oh than the franchise, <laughs> though. <laughs> no, that's not true. Danny Hollywood is a great name, but so, nothing beats the franchise. AJ has talked openly about the fact that uh, he would love to be a professional wrestler. That That's, you know, who knows how football goes in the next, That if if in five years there were no football well, now you got this international business thing. You might be making far too much money to have to think about wrestling. But True. wrestling could always be an option. Hey, Donald Trump wrestled, so. That's, he did. Oh well, he didn't God. wrestle. Well, he. Yeah, he was the, the man. The battle of billionaire. Right. So, uh, you know, I thought this week, AJ, your top five, just for you, mm-hmm. if you were to get an opportunity to work a program, any wrestler. Leading up to Mania. Leading up to Mania. Obviously. Give me the top five guys that you would want to work with in that program from five to one. All right? Uh, okay. Um, number five, the guy that I th- I would love to work a program with. I mean, I think we all know number one. Yeah, number everyone one knows is, who right? number one is. We all know who number one yeah. is. We'll get there. But number five, um, I would actually absolutely love to work a, a program leading up to Mania with Bray Wyatt. Okay. Because How would you build it? Him just tormenting the hell out of me. Like, old why? Sh- <laughs> why? Yeah, why? Because if we're building up to Mania, because <laughs> I'm knocking his ass out of the Rumble. That's okay. why. All right. That, and I'm going to knock him out, and I'm going to knock out Braun Strowman. I'm giving myself a big push here. All right? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to single-handedly take out I'm the entire out, Wyatt family. I'm taking out the Wyatt family or, by myself. W- would you completely no-sell his mind games, or would you actually no, sell them? No, I would sell them, because, <laughs> because that's the only way to work it. Number four, uh, it's I mean, my team name on on – Fantasizer is the prize fighter. Okay. And I've been a Kevin Owens fan back when he was Kevin Steen and in Ring of Honor. And me and Aaron used to go to the shows, and it was 
crazy how much I like. Before I didn't know anything about Ring of Honor, but my first show, after my first show, I knew who my favorite guy in the company yeah, was. Yeah, I knew it from from Jump Street. I knew that Kevin Owens was my favorite guy. So working with him would be would be awesome. Now, would you be at all worried about? And we talk about this, like the 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 fact it's part of his character, but the wrestling lazy thing. Like, would you be at all worried no. about? Okay, Kevin Owens. Perf- once again, this is a mania match we're talking about. This is mania. Here. Yeah, it's a good point. But I, he still has to do it as part of his character. He has to have the I. I don't care about this. This is. I'm telling you right now, and I'm 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 guaranteeing this right now. Yeah. If I ever got a chance to wrestle at mania. If you don't think that all 330 pounds of me right, if you're not giving not, me everything, I'm is beating, not yeah. going on the top rope Shooting and, star dive, press. and diving <laughs> through the announce table right. on somebody laid out out there, it's going to be the biggest spot of me. They, they get back to the back, they're like, dude, that was not in the script. For this <laughs> dude, we're fining you for breaking. <laughs> we, like, we I might need... never get this chance again. I'm doing it. Oh, I'm going... John Cena was supposed to use that table later on. You screwed it up. Yeah. See, luckily, they can put the table back together. <laughs> but, but I would 100% do that. The, the third guy you just you just said his name, John Cena, because it's John Cena. I, it's, it's, right. John Cena. Right. it's John Cena. It's John Cena. Right. I'm okay. Just, he's, he's we John get it. Cena. We get it. Right. Number two. At, this is now a, it's just which order do you put these two guys in? No, it's actually no. They're, they're, I, I don't really mind. I wouldn't have Roman on the list. Really? Now Roman's not on my list. Oh, I, okay. I think I know who the number. Uh-huh. Number two to me, if, if this is mania, we're talking about mania, right. and we're talking like in the next couple of years. I'm talking Undertaker. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My bad. I'm putting, yeah. My bad. I'm putting a classic together with him. I'm I'm putting a five star classic with the general himself, Mark, and I'm going to go out there. Mark and, Henry? No. <laughs> and I'm going and I'm going to shock and awe the entire audience. And number one, obviously, is The Rock. Right. It's not even a question. Right. The Rock. Yeah. Well, your boy Johnny Crabkicks will be sitting in the front row with his pants off. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> John, oh, speaking of John, this guy John is so Uh-oh. Foolish. Yeah, right? go off? I, I, think, I think he might shoot right here, by the way. This is a shoot. It's a shoot. John, uh, if, I hope you're listening to this. I don't understand how your thought process works when it comes to, this is a true story. Me and John were talking about wrestling. He said his favorite guys. This, of course, is John Minadakis, who runs the very popular Jimmy's Famous Seafood here in Phenomenal Baltimore. restaurant. Yes. If you're should ever in Baltimore, it's the one podcast. place you should go. God. It's definitely best We should do the podcast there, actually. Well, that too. Best crab best cakes in the world. Maybe. But John literally said his, his guys that he loves in this company, yeah. in WWE, are... Brock Lesnar. No, there's nothing, okay, of absolutely course. nothing wrong with Brock, <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Sure. No, yeah. that's a great choice. Uh, and then after Brock Lesnar, he said Daniel Bryan. Okay. That's weird. I thought he was, I thought he trashed Daniel Bryan. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was yeah. wrong. He hates Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, I thought, I'm, I'm I thought up, so. I thought he was on the kill I'm Daniel pulling, Bryan because like, he's not right a workout now. warrior. I'm pulling up this list right now because this is really Is it Scott Steiner? I mean, Scott no, Steiner is a good be, choice. Yeah, it would be a guy that he'd be in. Here's another one. Ready? Yeah. One of his favorite guys okay. in the company. Right back. Oh, Jack Swagger. That, I believe that. And I, I said, believe that. I said, wait. So He's you, a wrestler. So you boo Roman Reigns because <laughs> you say he doesn't have any personality. And you cheer Jack Swagger? Hey, come on. We, the people. <laughs> Roman Reigns has nothing like that. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe when he said that. So, John, here's my challenge to you. My challenge to you is that you watch wrestling. 
and you actually like stars and like people that can have a future in the business and not people that randomly. <laughs> wow. You are burying Swagger right now. No, I mean. Former sw- world heavyweight champion Jack Swagger, multi-time All-American. Listen to me. Jack Swagger, I've been at pay-per-views Jack Swagger wrestled. Nothing against the man at all whatsoever. He's not Roman Reigns, and he's not Dean Ambrose, who's another guy that he said he doesn't like. He said he doesn't like Dean Ambrose because he wears jeans. I believe that. That sounds that sounds like something. Well, I, I don't say. like that he wears that's, jeans, that's but I don't like... dislike <laughs> Dean Ambrose because of it. <laughs> so uh, it's just it's just crazy to me how people think. But yeah, that's my that's my top five. I really feel as if I would have a five star classic match with any of those. People. Very cool. Okay. Very good. He is AJ Francis. The main event. The main event. All right. Uh, you you are on Twitter. AJ Francis 410. You know, are you on Instagram? No. I didn't think so. I don't take enough pictures. And I don't. I, I, and people people take, uh, of all the, because, you know, a lot of people link their Instagrams to their Twitter so I can see what they, they Instagram and it goes on their Twitter. And the people that I follow on Twitter, they take some of the dumbest pictures I've ever seen. So I cannot see any time in which I would ever care what they had to do on Instagram. So that's why I don't have that. I hear you. I hear you on that. I don't, I, dude, I don't do an Instagram either. I can put, if I want to put a picture up, I can put it up on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, it's not that hard or on Facebook or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need a third. I don't have Facebook either. Well, I have a fan page, but I don't. Oh, I have noticed that. You do have a fan page. Yeah, but that's not, but that's not. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not you. No. I got it. I got it. All right. Uh, Aaron, you are on Twitter. The AOster. The show is on Twitter. Dropping out show. The email. Dropping out show at gmail.com. And what's coming up, uh, whether it's the Baltimore Sun or Rolling Stone? Uh, like I said, go back, check out my interview with Pentagon Jr. As much as you guys are no selling it, that was a big I'm, deal. We were having I know, fun. I know. I'm just saying. We you were... can have fun and no sell. I'm not saying you guys are being dicks. I'm Even sure though you're being dicks. I'm sure it was lovely. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a wonderful it's terrible. Yeah. It, oh, I mean, it's, it's you know. Did, did you do it? I did do I'm it. I'm not reading that shit. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> um, I got a couple other articles coming in Rolling Stone. I may have another interview coming in Baltimore. So I don't know the timeline of any of these things. So just kind of take a look at my right. Twitter. I'll be blinking all these things. So I'm, I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Uh, have a, uh, thanks to Frankie Kazarian for hopping on with us this week. Appreciate that. He that was, was awesome. very, very cool. Um, we got a couple things in the works the next couple of weeks. Please continue. Should be a fun month. Oh, yeah. I think we got oh, a yeah. few good things on the way, no doubt. Please continue to spread the word about the show. Tell your friends. Tell the people that don't like wrestling. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, maybe they'll like AJ. I don't know. Yeah, that um, well. Who doesn't Yeah, like right? That? So just continue to spread the word. Thank you. And uh, don't forget the Fantasizer League as well. Get signed up by going to Fantasizer. Yeah, and if you guys happen to... Get signed up for the Fantasizer League. You guys, the yeah, league enjoy is wide open. Kicked. The league yeah. is wide open. Everybody's vying for second place. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, th- for for Aaron, for the main event. AJ, I'm Glenn. This has been Jobbing Out.